Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello and welcome to this episode of Project Management Insights. Today I want to talk to you more on remote team management. Now I it was funny because I recorded a a project management insight episode number 87 back on the 27th of November 2018 and it at that time you know we had no idea of the year that we were going to have in 2020 2021 because the recorded then was all about remote team management but it was more in the context of knowing that we might have outsourced teams or people in uh, offices around a particular country and it was talking about working in that space it was not about the environment that we all most of us find ourselves working in now which is that pretty much everyone's working in a work from home or a large a number of people are working in a work from home environment now back on episode 87 and I would suggest that you go and re-listen to that if you haven't already. As I said, it's the 27th of November 2018. I talked about things like culture, uh, time zones, lack of trust, language and communication and they are all still as relevant in this environment that we find ourselves in. Today I'm just going to talk about another different few different areas or I suppose from the different aspect now because of the situation we find ourselves in with this remote work. Back in that podcast I did talk about trust and I think trust is one of the biggest things that impacts on our ability when we are working remotely. When I am managing a team, it's my responsibility as a project manager to ensure that things are being done. I need to trust that the people out there that I can no longer see, that I can no longer connect with in a physical way, I need to trust that they are going to do what they say they are going to do when they are going to when they say they are going to do it and to the quality that they commit to. And that's not an easy thing, especially when we've moved fairly, I don't want to say quickly, I mean I know it's been a number of months now, but we did move from that environment where we had the ability to go and visit someone at their desk uh, to be able to check up and see how they were going when we no longer have that capability because they're working from home. So working out how you can get to the space of trusting and one of the things that I learned from Stephen Covey is that trust starts with you. So can you be trusted to deliver? Can you be trusted to do what you say what you that you are going to do? If you're not meeting those commitments yourself, then the team won't trust you and therefore you're their likelihood to be able to, I suppose, what's the word? It's like reciprocate that by um, by allowing you to trust them, uh, by by showing trust, uh, trusting in relationship uh, is not going to happen. So maybe there's a place to start that if you feel like you're not trusting somebody in this space with the work output that they have, then have a look at 
what you're not doing to ensure that they feel confident and trusting in you and what you're doing in this space. That would be my suggestion to turn this around in terms of relationship. Now, work ethics and expectations is the next thing I want to touch on because I think, again, when we've moved from being in an environment where we're being watched all the time in an office environment to one where all of a sudden the eyes aren't on us because we're now working at home, it tends to shift things and our work ethic might not be the same. I don't have to get up in the morning and get dressed in my work gear. I can hang around all day in my trackies, um, my joggers and... Um, not work or perform in exactly the same way. I can get up and make a cup of coffee and not have someone watching me and criticising the fact that I'm not doing work at my desk as an example. It's not the same environment and so how can we ensure that everybody's work ethic is still engaged and still there and that might be understanding that you might have people on your team that whilst previously they understood that the expectation was they had to be in the office between 9am and 5pm every day, that's now shifted because they can be the night owl that they would rather be and work at different hours during the day. Or like me, they might be an early bird and you might find that you get a lot of work done or they get a lot of work done in the early hours of the morning. And so you're getting emails early in the morning when you're not actually up and working and that's okay they've just shifted to an environment that's actually more conducive to them working and you want to praise that you want to acknowledge that you want to have everyone aware that it's okay for them to be more individualized in the way that they work and how they deliver in this environment and that as long as these deadlines are being met, as long as you're getting the work done, maybe it's okay to shift the time frame in terms of the normal working hours that it might be done in. And so notice that, you know, the environment in which people are working and that expectation space is going to be or could be very different. Now, I wanted to add a a discussion here when we talk about remote teams, about working with vendors, because I don't think we think about vendors as remote a lot of the time. They just fit into the vendors bucket, and yet they are a remote team or a remote group that we do have to work with. And my key tip for working with vendors in any environment, um, especially when it's outsourced and they're remote, is to create clarity. We're back in the space of expectations and assumptions, talk them through, have them all documented, make everything clear, because the clearer you can be with vendors in, in the remote space of working with you and or for you, the greater you are going to to have what you expect, what you want, the delivery from them in that environment. You create the clarity uh, then, and that can include SLAs, um, OLAs. Put those in place because the more that you have those, the more clarity you create, the better you are going to have the 
deliverables met that you need and want in any environment and especially when they involve delivery from your project perspective. Motivation is the next thing I want to talk about and I know that this is going to be something that's not necessarily easy at the moment. I wrote a an article yesterday about pandemic um, pandemic lethargy, pandemic um, feeling, people feeling very, um, I suppose, uh, stressed, but it's more, yeah, lethargy around the fact that this pandemic is going longer than they expected, that the environment is not getting back to what we considered as normal, and normal was, you know, the space that we were in prior to the pandemic. And so, Motivation could be a key factor for team members working in this remote way at the moment. So how can you keep them engaged? How can you motivate them? What can you do to help them remain motivated during this time? Are there things that you can do as a team, still develop some team building, um, do some team building things that might not be the way that you used to do it by going out to a bowling alley and having pizza for the afternoon. You know, you might not be able to have an outdoor team building activity um, where, you know, you're working as a team to build something in an external outdoor environment. Um, you might not be able to play touch football or whatever it is that you would have done normally uh, as team building. What sorts of activities can you do in this space for team building in this remote environment? Is it about getting on a gaming server and having a competition online? You know, is it about creating a challenge that the team can do and um, be involved in? I recently had a friend on Twitter who was, she was doing an actual fundraising event, uh, but it was about walking uh, so many miles, 10, 10 miles, uh, to complete the challenge. So is there a challenge that you can do as a team? And maybe it might be something that you set up where you create a fundraiser for um, someone's favourite not-for-profit and you have everyone get involved in doing that as a motivator and it, and it could mean something outdoors uh, for them so that they're not just feeling so hemmed in and isolated in their indoor work environment uh, because of the remote nature of their work that they're currently doing. Just think about those things. There are different ways to motivate people um, and, you know, they find some new and different ways to to do that in this remote world that we're currently living in. Now, I think the one thing that we're also not considering um, that is, I suppose, important at this time and the, and the things that we're not perhaps doing in a way, it's not the same, of course, because of the remote nature of what we're doing is creating and strengthening relationships. And so... I want you to consider what you would do to either create relationships or strengthen relationships that you have with people on your project team. Sure, you might normally go and grab coffee with them. Well, it's not available in the normal context of what we used to do in terms of, you know, going and meeting at Starbucks and sitting down over coffee or going to the cafe at work and being able to do that. But what about having a virtual coffee meeting? What about meeting on Zoom for, you know, a coffee meetup? What about having after work drinks um, on a Zoom call with people? Just have that relationship building and 
continue to build relationships and strengthen relationships as a necessity in this time because of what people will be feeling and that is disconnection. People are not feeling connected as much because they don't have that ability to go into the office and engage with people and some of you might be lucky enough that you're still doing that. So I'm talking about where you have team that is still remote, team that's working from home and not you know, necessarily going into the office. But just think about how you're going to strengthen and, and um, create relationships in a different way with the remote team or remote team members that you have during this COVID time. Now assumptions and expectations, you'll have heard me speak about these a lot on past uh, episodes that I've done. They are still the thing that I'm going to keep talking to you about over and over and over again. You can never, ever not work on speaking out loud your assumptions and speaking out loud your expectations because the more that you do this, the easier your job is going to be, the easier your team's job is going to be. And so in this remote world, this as a part of your communication strategy, this as a part of your meetings, this as a part of the work that you do each and every day is key. And having said that, your communication strategy with your team when you are working remotely should be to consider that you need to communicate 10 times more than you would normally when you're able to bump into somebody in the office environment. And I know that sounds a lot and yes it is and if you focus on communicating 10 times more through whatever methods and um, mediums you have available to you, if you focus on that you'll find that your team is more motivated, they're more effective, they're more efficient, they will deliver more for you and you'll actually end up with a better project outcome in this remote world that we're currently in than what you would had they been in the office. And I say that because interestingly they might find that they have less distractions than what they had when they were working in the office environment. Strange as it seems, it's possible and so Overall, you might actually have a project that's delivered in a faster time frame than had you all still been in your work environment in the office as you had previously in what we used to know as normal. So hopefully some of these things that I've touched on in this episode are going to support you and help you if you have a team that is still working remotely at the moment because of COVID or due to COVID and or part of your team that you are working with normally in your project environment is remote. Think about these things, work out how you can factor them into the way that you function and operate as a project manager and determine that what you are going to do is build the trust, communicate 10 times more, motivate your team in whatever way you can um, find ways to do that, strengthen those relationships and speak out loud your assumptions and expectations and you'll find that your job as a project manager gets easier and easier every single day. All right, that's it from me for another episode of Project Management Insights. Happy project managing until I talk to you again for our next episode. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com 
www.thepodcastnetwork.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.